You're listening to The Journey Podcast. How can the metaphysical anatomy technique help with managing the mental health fallout from autoimmune diseases and improve your inner well-being? Find out in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. In this episode, we connect with Lisa Lovelight to discuss how her journey of healing from autoimmune disease led her to empower her health from within and create healing programs and retreats. Lisa is the founder of Sacred Self Rising and Moon Temple Retreats. She weaves together modern day spiritual practices, the science of neuroplasticity and epigenetics to bring healing to the physical, emotional and spiritual body. Through her own struggles with autoimmune disease and a history of trauma, she has carved her own path of healing and transformed her life. Lisa has found that the missing link in the current treatment of autoimmune disease is healing the emotional and spiritual body, not only the physical body, to have lasting results and a quality life. Lisa is a mom. She has a bachelor's degree in metaphysical science. She's a certified metaphysical anatomy technique practitioner, a self-transformation specialist, a moon medicine practitioner, as well as a hospice and palliative care nurse. Lisa created Sacred Self Rising to explore the healing and inner well-being that's needed to experience outer results. Let's dive into the wonderful world of holistic healing with Lisa Love Light. Hi, Lisa. It's so great to have you on the podcast and thank you for making time to chat. I've been looking forward to this because we will be talking about a very special niche in holistic healing and I'm very excited to share that with our listeners. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, hello. Thank you, Petra. Happy to be here. Oh, that's fantastic. So before we get into what it is that you do, tell us a little bit about how your journey started. Okay, yeah. So I think, you know, something I've heard before, I'm sure other people have heard it, is that like sometimes, you know, out of our deepest suffering comes our gifts and insight. And, you know, it took me a while, but I feel like that's kind of what happened to me. I was, you know, I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease when I was a teenager. And, you know, as my life progressed, so did my disease and the symptoms that I was having. And so over the years, and especially I'd say maybe the past, like maybe 10 or 15 years, my symptoms got so severe. I was feeling more and more depleted and honestly, like just really scared. Um, I was in and out of the hospital and then out of the ER and, you know, I'm a single mom. And so having like a chronic health issue was so stressful and, then the stress of that really only just exacerbates the autoimmune disease. So I felt like I, 
I don't know. I just felt like I wasn't making any, you know, really good positive pro uh, progress. And so in my search of like how to heal, you know, I definitely, you know, that search definitely did include using some Western medicines. But honestly, like I didn't have the best luck with Western medication for me, for my autoimmune disease. I've had a lot of um, side effects or it just really wasn't effective. And, you know, so that's really discouraging. And so I got to the point where I just had to do some soul searching and that led me to a healing retreat in Ecuador a few years back, maybe three or four years ago. Um, and my intention, you know, was to go there to help me gain insight on how I could better my health. And in my mind, I was thinking that I, I needed to learn how to eat healthier. And, you know, of course, that is such a huge part of what I need to do for myself. Diet is a huge aspect for me. You know, what I realized, though, that the healing that I needed the, and the understanding of what I needed was so much deeper. Like to me, it's like kind of diet is sort mm -hmm. of a surface level mm -hmm. um, thing, which affects the day to day. But um, what I realized going there was that I had uh, some, some deep wounds, some deep beliefs that were affecting my health. And so, yeah. So what happened there was that I really got to like the core, like, like a core wound, a core belief that I was making decisions about my life from. I was making choices and decisions. And because I was acting from that place, you know, in a way I was, I was, you know, unconsciously perpetuating stress, you know, doing, even though I was doing things that were helpful for my body, I was also doing things that weren't. And so I think really up until that point, I had really compartmentalized my life. You know, I had my physical health and my physical disease, but um, I also, really wasn't tending to my emotional or spiritual health. So it wasn't until I started doing that um, and really kind of realizing that it's all connected that that's when things started to mm -hmm. shift for me. And I think a lot of listeners can probably identify with that, um, coming on a, a journey of healing yeah. and just not really knowing where to start and not even knowing what those deeper wounds are. So um, that's really, really, thank you for yeah. sharing that because... I appreciate really hearing about that and, and connecting with that. And I'm sure so will um, people who are listening to the podcast. Yeah, you know, it's like, I mean, I think, you know, Western medicine is such a, an amazing tool, but it, you know, none of my doctors were ever addressing my emotional health or linking the fact that I had trauma at an early age and how that might be playing a role in, in my physical condition. You know, and so I, I wasn't getting that information from my doctors. And um, it's just like, especially in this society, it's just, you know, I think, it, I think now it is becoming more and more understood and accepted, but um, it really took me sort of, you know, in a way hitting rock bottom with my health for me to, to go there to actually look at the emotional and spiritual, you know, components of my life and realize that those those wounds affected my mm. physical and health. You're actually not the first person that I've spoken to that said that, um, that they had some kind of healing journey, be it with mental health or with chronic pain or autoimmune disease. And the thing that actually started them on their healing journey was the fact that they felt like they just weren't getting a solution from allopathic medicine. And so unfortunately that seems to be mm -hmm. 
um, pretty common for people who come on this path. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a nurse, so like I believe in, you know, mm -hmm. Western medicine, but it's really, it, you know, I'm just really realizing through my own journey. But like you said, I mean, just like talking to more and more people, it's like we, you know, our our well-being comes from so much, not just our physical health. And actually, right, it comes down to the fact that our physical health, what impacts our physical health is our emotional and spiritual well-being. And so, yeah, I've, I came to that understanding the hard way, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and I'm really hoping to help people, you know, to to tend to that, right, before it gets to be this extreme, extreme exactly. situation. And I think that's really important is to consider that, all of the components are linked together. So the mental health, the physical health, the emotional health, everything comes together. It's not mm -hmm. separate things that need to be addressed. They're all like one holistic thing that needs to be healed together. So that's, yeah, yeah that's really exactly. important it's work that you do. And I am really sorry that like with so many people that you had to go through all of that to find that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's part of the journey. And that's kind of why it's like, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, because when I think about it, I wouldn't be most likely, <laughs> who knows, right, but most likely, I wouldn't be on this path of, you know, healing and helping others heal and creating space and containers for people. I wouldn't um, be on this path if I didn't go through all this myself. Like if I was super physically healthy, you know, I would have never, I don't know that I would have dug mm -hmm. into this, you know, or at least maybe not at the time that I did. So it's like, you know, that's something that I've come to realize is like, um, and I, I mean, I know this might sound weird, but it's like, what are, you know, kind of like, what are the gifts? What are, what are the, you know, the gifts, the lessons that, you know, what we look at as like mm -hmm. obstacles mm -hmm. or illness or, you know, like, you know, stuff going on, like our own suffering, but it's like, what, what does that teach us? And like, what, what has, what, you know, like for me, like, what have I gained mm -hmm. from that? And yeah, reframing those things so that you can move forward yeah. with that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't, um, you know, like I am really conscientious about my diet and, you know, my self-care routine and all of that. And I love that. And, but I'm, uh, you know, part of what motivates me is because I have to, because of, because mm -hmm. of dealing with autoimmune disease. Yeah. So I just like, you know, it's, it, um, I don't know how to say it, but like, I feel like, yeah, like sometimes like that is how we get to where we need to be. Like, it's not the obstacle, they're not obstacles in the path. That exactly. is our path. You know? Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And I bet you that a lot of people, it's, it's exactly that same experience. They actually end up looking because they're propelled onto a path where that necessitates that either with physical ailments or mental or emotional ailments, and then they end up coming down a certain path. So it's all aligns that way. <laughs> yeah. So I went, yeah, after this retreat, um, I, I just realized, well, wow, you know, I went there, you know, I thought to like, you know, kind of refine my eating habits, which in turn, honestly, that is one of the outcomes. But what I realized was that I had some deep inner work to do on my belief system, you know, understanding my emotional well-being, how trauma, my past trauma affects my daily life. And so I, you know, after that retreat, immediately got on the path of um, studying mm -hmm. like metaphysics. 
I got ended up getting a degree in metaphysical science and just really studying that and applying it to myself and just doing that work of like examining that those wounded beliefs and like reframing them and reprogramming them and then making decisions and choices from that new empowered belief system and watching how honestly how quickly things started to shift for me um started you know me making different decisions that led to better outcomes mm-hmm. for myself and just started to inspire me I'm like wow like it, this this is amazing and it just you know it's like you know it's never you know it hasn't stopped mm-hmm. like I'm still like learning <laughs> things and so I you know I, I dove into the metaphysical science uh degree but then I also learned the metaphysical anatomy technique which it's funny they have like the same names but they're somehow like not related they're not like the same program but they fit so well together that sounds, sounds really cool, a degree in, in metaphysics. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so fascinating. It's like, I just love it. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> just, you know, really studying like meditation mm-hmm. and beliefs and shadow work and, you know, and, you know, our conscious awareness and all of that. And yeah, and, um, That's fantastic. It makes a difference. Now, yeah. you mentioned the metaphysical anatomy technique and as might be the case for some of our listeners, they might not know what that is. And I'm just learning about that with you as well. Can you explain a little bit about what that technique is or, or can you describe it or, or what it does? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the metaphysical anatomy technique was founded by Yvette Rose. And so she's who I, I study under. It's a trauma-based personal development process that you know, it's a healing session that can help bring uh, about um, healing to an emotion for our emotional body, our spiritual body, or even and even our physical body. And it's a unique process because we can actually address and heal trauma, heal our core wounds, heal repressed emotions without reactivating the trauma or the situation. The technique doesn't ask people to relive or retell their trauma. And I think that's such an important aspect because as we study neuroscience, you know, we understanding neuroplasticity, the more that we do something, the more that becomes wired in our brain. And so the more that we relive or retell about something, it we it's like we're reactivating all that. So we can actually heal these core wounds um, without reactivating them. And we do that by healing the emotions associated with it and also helping to rebalance instincts. That sounds like a really great technique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this process really empowers someone's own inner healing ability by bringing balance to those aspects. I like the fact that you don't have to relive the trauma over and over because that sometimes is very difficult to move forward if that's what's happening and you're kind of re re-injuring yourself every time that you have to go through it so mm-hmm. I think that's really powerful yeah. um, that you can work forward from that yeah it, you know our our body you know, our brain doesn't know the difference between an actual event or an imagined event and so that's why the process of visualization is so powerful say for something that we want right They've done this study with athletes where they will 
they'll have like uh, control groups that actually like practice the sport or practice a technique. And then they'll have people physically practice it. And then they'll have a control group of people who don't physically practice it, but they'll go over it in their mind and they'll re they'll, they'll like go through the motions in their mind. And then when they go to, when they go to perform and measure the two groups, honestly, sometimes the group, the control group that just did the visualization and not the actual physical practice performs better. And that just goes to show that we, in our mind's eye, when we're reliving something, you know, we're firing those emotions. We, we, we do create that muscle memory, like it all activates within. And so when we think of that for something we want, that's really empowering. But when we're reliving something we don't want, then now that's disempowering it. it, And what it does is it, it fires off um, our instincts, which create the fight or flight response, which releases cortisol, the stress hormone, which can lead to inflammation. And that's why, you know, that's really how stress can actually cause Mm -hmm. disease. Wow. Thank you so much for explaining that. That was really interesting for me to hear too, that, um, you know, the, and, and you're right with neuroplasticity, I guess the more we practice something, the more it kind of becomes even more pronounced in us. So uh, reliving trauma and thinking about it and talking about it, that would kind of just keep reinforcing that that's the state we need to be in. So that makes sense to, to right. move forward from that. Now, When we talked previously, you mentioned about womb healing. And can you explain what womb healing is? And and is that related to the metaphysical anatomy technique as well? Yes. Yes. I learned also learned that from Yvette Rose, and it's part of this process. And it's pretty similar to the metaphysical anatomy technique, the womb healing. I think both of them, one of the ways that both of them work is through intention. And ultimately, I guess we're affecting like the field, right? Like this, the quantum field. And so with the womb healing, what we do is we actually, we actually have the client kind of go back to the time that they're in their mother's womb and we guide them to, and that's why it's like an intuitive process, right? It's like, um, we guide them to, you know, what are they sensing? What are the emotions and, and the instincts that their mother is experiencing that when we're in the womb, we're actually feeling. And so we, just like we offer the healing through the MAT session, we offer this healing through this lens of being in the womb. And the reason why this type of healing session is so powerful, I think, is because when we think about it, when we're in the womb, we are susceptible to our mother's stress and emotions and instincts. So if there was some, you know, disharmony going on in our mother's life, we, we absorb that as babies, not, you know, having the tools, right? Like now as we're adults and we're, you know, we have all these tools and healing modalities to work through things. Right. But when, when we're, when we're in the womb, if there's stressful things happening in our mother's life, then that equates to stress for us. So this womb healing actually offers healing. So like when we think of like the MAT session, going back and healing a traumatic event or a repressed emotion, the womb healing actually goes all the way back to the time we are in the womb and healing the, that mm. time in our life. These sound like really gentle techniques that are so powerful and that would work really well 
for women going through any kind of mental health, like anxiety, stress, or even trauma. So that sounds sounds like it's very gentle. Yes, they're very mm-hmm. nurturing. Yeah, very, very gentle, very nurturing. And yeah, I just, I find it really interesting. I, I love this type of work because it is exactly that. You know, they're profound. We can have profound healing without having to, yeah, reactivate. And it just brings so much insight. And it just also helps us, not only does it heal, but it helps us empower our intuition and, mm-hmm. and trusting ourselves, trusting that what is coming up is the right thing that to come up, trusting that what we're feeling, the memories we have, the associations that we make mm-hmm. is all part of and it. And sometimes that can be really scary to just trust yourself and know that it's okay to go through that and to experience and feel those things. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you for explaining that. Um, I've actually never worked with that technique before, so that was really interesting. And uh, you have yeah. brought these sessions into your own business, which is called The Sacred Self-Rising. And how do you incorporate this work into your business or the Moon Temple retreats that you offer? Yeah, so yeah, so Sacred Self-Rising, you know, within that, it's We offer one-on-one sessions for the MAT sessions or the metaphysical anatomy technique. I call it MAT sessions, or I offer the womb healings. So those are, you know, standalone sessions, but I also have a six-month program called the Sacred Self-Immersion that really helps women dig into their belief structures and provides guidance on rewriting the narrative, reframing Um, You know, we teach about using neuroplasticity to benefit you, to help create the new beliefs and habits and goals and create the life that you desire. So we use these techniques as these really, you know, as women are, because I, you know, I serve women, that's uh, kind of the, the people I'm working with. For the immersion, you know, it's sort of like this introspective process. And as things come up, then we have these healing sessions available to really offer that deep healing, that deep nurturing to help really solidify the changes that mm-hmm. women are consciously making. And another aspect of why what we do within Sacred Self Rising is really focusing on consciously creating because as we heal wounds, trauma, emotional, events that create space. And we want to be really conscientious of like, now that there's space created, what are we filling that space with? You know, we all have the the ability to be conscious creators, but I think when you have a history of trauma or chronic illness, it's really important to have that support and guidance to navigate, to actually create this lasting change that's going to benefit obviously your physical health, but your emotional and spiritual health and, and and reaching for something, you know, that, mm-hmm. yeah, that is exactly. going to fill you up. That's a really good point um, because we often heal through things and then the, you reach the point where you're like, okay, I'm here now. <laughs> what do I do with all that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, what are we calling in? You know, it's like, I've, I was able to let go of this, but what do I want to call in? And, and because, yeah, when we create space, it's like, okay, if we don't consciously choose what we're going to fill that space with, then something's going to fill in, you know? Uh, how that works. So we want to be conscious about that. And so with sacred self rising, everything's like distance healing online, we meet on zoom, but the moon temple retreats are destination retreats in person in Mexico, where we gather an intentional spiritual community 
where we do some similar work where we are working on rewriting our beliefs, consciously creating our reality, healing the ancestral shadow, drawing upon the wisdom and the strengths of our feminine lineage so that we can write our next chapter. That sounds like Um, a great place to be. And, And when is your next retreat? So the next retreat is called Ancestor Alchemy, and that's a Moon Temple retreat. And it's October 6th through the 11th of 2022 in Cerritos Beach in Mexico, which is in southern Baja. So we're going to be staying at this really beautiful beachfront resort. And I actually have land there. And so that's where we go to have our ceremonies. Yeah, so Moon Temple retreats, we honor the moon. And so Ancestor Alchemy will be held on the full moon. Wow, that sounds really magical. Maybe we'll see you in Mexico. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah, these retreats are just this perfect balance of retreat work, of deep inner healing, but it's also vacation time as well. So we get to hang out on the beach and have like beach bonfires under the moon and under the stars at night. We go on an excursion in the Sea of Cortez. We, you know, we get to explore Southern Baja a bit. But, you know, there's also this aspect of the retreat where it's deeply transformational in a really beautiful and gentle way. It's not like a spiritual boot camp, which I've, I've <laughs> been to some things like that. And while they have their benefit, these retreats are really a mixture of luxury, of nature, of adventure, of traveling, and also exploring the depths of your own being. In community, you know, we're creating conscious, mm-hmm. compassionate community wow. at the same time. And for our listeners, we will be linking to Lisa's Ancestor Alchemy Retreat in the show notes. And if you're listening in before October 2022, you can still get a spot for this amazing retreat in Mexico. And if you're listening in later and you feel aligned to connect with Lisa, her website will also be linked in the show notes for you. Well, Lisa, this has been another incredible episode, and I hope our listeners have enjoyed the journey into the metaphysical anatomy technique as much as I have, and also talking about your retreats, which sounds lovely. And it has been fantastic chatting with you on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Take care. Thanks, Lisa. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media, and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage, and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Journey blog.